This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Uh, but I do know how the points system works in the National Hockey League. And the Carolina Hurricanes need two points in the worst way. Joining us from Ottawa, Trip Tracy. Uh, analyst, my friend, what has been the biggest issue for the Hurricanes over this four-game stretch? Uh, ju- just this four-game stretch, I-, I would say the inability for your top players, and it's not just up front, but it's on the blue line, to um, be able to match or win the top player department. So I would say that on this trip, Adam, I mean, I go back to eight days ago in Winnipeg, that effort where you didn't get the result, typically the way these things go is you either are able to replicate it and get rewarded, or you look back and you say, man, it was a regret that you didn't get in front of the trip. But on this trip, I would say the top player department, since Freddie Anderson went down, I would say uh, too many nights being out goaltended. That'd be a bigger picture yep. challenge for me. But on this trip, it would be the, the matchup of top players. If I could just point out a couple of, you know, we have Ajo, Jarvis, Teravine, and no points on the trip. Uh, and those are, uh, and, and, and Andre Svechnikov is hurt and won't, uh, won't play again tonight with an upper body injury. We don't know if it stems from being cross-checked. I, I'm trying to remember. I think that was in Winnipeg. Uh, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, so again, he will not be in the lineup and Carolina obviously needs him out there. But those other three players I mentioned, uh, where they've not on the score sheet at all, uh, in the goals and assists column, but also, uh, in Edmonton, it was a tough night for mostly Brett Pesci. Uh, but obviously for a lot of other players, but it was a very difficult night for number 22, uh, and everybody's going to have have those and the goaltending. Man, they probably win the Calgary game if Pyotr Kachetkov, who's going to play tonight, uh, you know, played a little bit better in the third period. And I know you 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 said right away that Auntie's got to have the goal that made it four three for Vancouver. It doesn't take a lot when you're working on small margins, right? No, it's uh, it, to get out of a rut. Uh, you typically need your top guys and you mentioned them all. The one guy that I would add to the list would be a Brett Burns. Um, You need them to lead you through the choppy waters Mm -hmm. or you need a goaltender to, uh, to steal you a game, certainly make a save in the third period when you play your best period of the night uh, on a stuff chance. And I guess the one other thing, and, and it extends to the performance from top players as well, partner, is that while the penalty killing has been outstanding on this trip, the power play is yet to convert. So um, that that would be the other dimension. That, that's how you get out of a rut, and hopefully uh, you'll have those ingredients tonight. Did the power play not get credit for the Brady Shea goal at the end of the second oh, I'm period? Sorry, yeah, no, no. They, did. But, but, they did. But here's what was interesting. I thought that was the worst power play they had all night. I thought that there were moments in the other power plays that showed that that looked good. It certainly wasn't consistent throughout. But that last one, I thought that was the worst one, and of course, it, it generated the goal. I agree with you. I, I did what I liked about that power play goal on an otherwise 
mediocre power play is you and I have talked a lot about shots on goal and at the proper times, not funneling pucks to the net, but holding on for a better opportunity. I love what Bunting did just inside the offensive blue line where he held on to the puck for an extra second mm-hmm. or two to allow Orlov to position himself to drive the net with speed from below the goal line. And that, that permits Dimitri to be able to recognize I've got to go right between the legs of Quinn Hughes to Brady Shea, who will be on the power play tonight, but was on the ice because you were returning to five on five. So yeah, you're, you're at, that's a power play goal, but I think not that you number the units, but the first unit in particular um, on this trip hasn't been able to deliver. I did think that they generated chances, mm-hmm. good chances on the five on three and then the five on four uh, late in the first period. Um, and, you know, let's see if that group in particular, I think, has to be solutions based here to get this thing back on track. I think the other thing that has been problematic, and we're talking with Trip Tracy here, Canes and the Ottawa Senators tonight. The other thing for me that has been a major issue is that even amid good play, and I thought that there was a lot. I mean, I thought Vancouver was the better team against uh, in on Saturday night, but I thought there was plenty of good for Carolina, but you cannot survive when your goaltending is not bailing you out regularly. You can't survive the defensive lapses. So Martin Natchez was there on the second goal, that the the one that made it two nothing early in the second period. He was right at the top of the crease. How do you not pay attention to Ilya Mikhaev, who's right behind you? I just didn't understand Natchez. Rod talks about it being there, but not being there. I didn't understand that. Sorting out, and so you have two things on those really difficult defensive zone coverage goals that Vancouver Court had in the second period. Number one, Natchez with his skating ability is back, but he doesn't sort it out, and there isn't any physical engagement to box out. Right. I mean, fighting has a different place in the game uh, than it used to, A.G., but a team with the expectation and the success now for many years of Carolina, in four games that they've lost consecutively on this road trip, you know, how often have you said, you know, there's been a hit where you're trying to generate something really positive physically, or in that case, boxing out physically with a purpose. I would think in a typical four-game stretch where you're trying to find it, you probably see a fight, you know, that's trying to get things going Mm -hmm. back with regards to momentum and energy uh, on your side of things. And the one other thing I'd say on the other goal that Vancouver scored, while it's in an inability – in a, from a stationary Michael Bunting or Marty Natchez right. to find JT Miller, it's also way too non-Carolina-like uh, play down low from guys that you lean on. Flavin with Besser, uh, you know, winning that battle, and Jordan Stahl sort of no man's land down low. So I would look really specifically at both goal lines. Vancouver won the game on the stuff chance on the attacking goal mm-hmm. line. Uh, Pedersen winning a battle on Ajo. Uh, Carolina, when they tied the game at three early in the third period, that Nason did it started with dominance on the goal line. So I'd be watching real closely tonight to see if Carolina is able to win both goal lines because I think that's an area that they can definitely improve upon. 
Adam Gold in studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Oh, it's on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-0013. Or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Is it? I don't. I don't even know how to uh, how to ask this question. It seems to me, and maybe it's because they've lost four in a row. It seems to me that they're moving slower because they're. I think they lack confidence. What? What? Whether it's lack conf, lacking confidence in what they're trying to do or who they're trying to do it with. How much of that do you can you see or again when you lose four in a row, it's just easy to like to imagine these types of things. When you start to mentally question yourself individually and as a group, it gets compounded because then you overthink and you stand still and the end result is you look slower. I don't think they become a slow team. Uh, I mean, the 10-game the segment that ended in Winnipeg, I like that 10-game segment. Uh, my big regret is they didn't get more out of it. Mm-hmm. So when I look at their team confidence, which is lacking right now, I mean, objectively speaking, the biggest thing that I would point to is the fact that they probably lost confidence in getting that save at a crucial time. But you've got to fight that. that if that is a fact, you've got to fight that off and dig in that much more and do your job. You know, and we were just talking about plays away from the puck, you know, that much better. AG, as we move into the end of this road trip uh, and then getting back home, I mean, I was thinking about it. Freddie Anderson and his five starts for me, you know, throw save percentage out the window. He outplayed the opposing goaltender for those five starts. Mm-hmm. And since then, Carolina has, you know, lost that goaltending dimension on too many nights. And it's the responsibility of the defensemen and the forwards and special team situations to pick up the slack. But I think we'd be remiss if we didn't say that that has impacted the team's confidence in the way they play uh, on this road trip. Prior to it, I thought they were playing pretty consistent hockey. Yeah, I agree. I thought, I thought the Winnipeg game was just one of those things where you do exactly what you're supposed to do and you just lose because that happens not in hockey. It happens in a lot of sports. You can play great and lose because uh, the other team could also play well. The other team got a couple of lucky breaks, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree. I thought they had been playing well. Uh, and then you lost that, and then the Edmonton game exposed some who knows what. I mean, you play, maybe you just played Edmonton at the wrong time. But I, I, I never thought they were playing. I thought they played a great first 10 minutes against Calgary and then just kind of coasted through it, and they might have gotten away with it had the third period gone differently in net. Now we're going to see Kachetkov tonight. How important is it for maybe he, him to see a couple of shots early and stop the puck? My guess is I, if they're of the lower quality, but uh, quantity variety, I think that's a good thing. I, I, I'm a big believer in this Ottawa team. I know where yeah. they sit in the standing, but they're coming off maybe as good of a game as they played Saturday afternoon in Detroit. Yep. Uh, 
they, they're a, a more uh, intriguing team in the middle of the ice with Norris back in the lineup. This is their last game before a long road trip. So that, for me, this is as dangerous of an opponent as you can face when you've lost uh, four in a row. For Coach Etkoff, yes. I think if it's uh, quantity, not major quality early, that would be a good thing. But even if he starts well, you know, he's got to find a way to put it together for 60 minutes or if more is required. I thought the game against Calgary was a perfect example of 40 minutes of playing big. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you you didn't see him drifting. You didn't see much net at all. And he outplayed uh, Wolf for Calgary for 40 minutes. But you got to do it for 60 or more because if you just look at him in the third period, and for me, I see this as encouraging. Uh, and solvable because he looked like a different goaltender in the third period. He looked like he was hoping. He looked like he was smaller, crouching too much. Um, The fact that it was there for 40 minutes tells me it's there somewhere. He's just got to find a way to put it together uh, for the entire uh, course of the game. Trip Tracy, my friend, I appreciate your time. We'll be listening tonight coming up at 7 o'clock, sir. You got it, AG. I'll talk to you in Detroit. You got it. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. 